This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia. We get you set for Bills Raiders on Sunday. Mike Danger. If we can get to 1,000 combined followers slash subscribers on YouTube and Twitch, you and I will sing Into the Night by Benny Mardona's karaoke style at one of our upcoming football Fridays. <laughs> Friday Football Talk Live. Friday Football Talk. Gene Battaglia. Do not do this. I do not want to sing this, so do not listen to Mike Danger. Yeah. Can you imagine Gene wearing a mullet wig and an 80s, like, like sleeveless get up looking like uh, Steve Perry from no, Journey. No, I'm not dressing up as Benny Mardones if that's what you're asking. It will be fun. Well, alright, I'm saying yes because it's good for the show, <laughs> as you would say. <laughs> I can't opt out the things they do for the show. <laughs> you, you realize like people are going to record that? Yeah, of course, but that's what makes it even better. Thursday Night Football. The Eagles host the Vikings this evening. Let's go Mets. <laughs> go Braves. 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. All right, you're in the sports bar. It's Danger and Battaglia. Welcome on in to Happy Hour. We'll talk some Bills and some Raiders. We got a lot to unpack from our conversation with Andy Barron from Yahoo Fantasy just a few minutes ago. And the Hall of Famer, Mike Singletary, who stopped by in the 3 o'clock hour, got me a little choked up earlier this afternoon. (laughs) Not going to lie. I'm Danger. He's Battaglia. We appreciate you listening at 95.7 FM, AM 950, making us part of your, your routine or your ride home. We sound our best in the Odyssey app. Or on your smart device when you ask it to play 95.7 The Fan. And as you heard in the open, our video stream is up and working well for you at YouTube and Twitch at The Fan Rochester. And when we reach 1,000 combined subscribers or followers on either of those platforms, when we combine those two platforms, we get to 1,000, Gino and I will, will give our rendition of Benny Mardona's Into the Night at Friday Football Talk Live. I am not one ever to call in sick. You got to do it. However, man up. However, you got to do it. When we like, get, when we I, get to try, that point, I, I am trying to negotiate the song at the Can pace. I, at the pace we're going, it, 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 the point will be moot. I mean, we'll yeah. be talking about this a year from now. Like, hey, it's Friday Football Talk Live 2024. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about how we're going to sing <laughs> Benny Mardona. Still, uh, you want a different song? I'm not listening to it. And then some I'm not, of the yacht rock, little ambrosia. No, 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 not how much little, I feel. Uh, looking gas, not, not, no brandy, brandy no ride, Captain Ride. We're not going to yeah. do Toto, Africa, Rosanna. The, the song has to be the cringy, creepy yacht rock standard into the night. 
by Benny Mardones. I'll sing the first line if it makes you uncomfortable. I'll 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 take the first line. This is a duet. We're gonna share parts. <laughs> We're gonna, like uh, you do a line, I do a line. Yeah, we'll, right. we'll 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 work through it. Yeah. But I'll take the first line if it makes you uncomfortable because it's cringy and creepy and terrible, I, I, and and I can't wait to do I it. I think you should update it. She's just twenty years old. That would be that wouldn't be fair to the art. We got to be true to the art. We have to respect the music. That won't get anybody in jail. <laughs> We're going to respect the music. Oh, we, we laugh about that song because I just imagine when Benny Mardones was in the studio. Like, how did you get to 16? Was it really always 16, knowing that the age of consent was 18? Did you go, did you go younger than that, Benny? Like, who are you targeting with that song when you wrote that song? I, I imagine the producer behind the glass the first time he heard it. She's just 14 years old. Oh, Benny! Benny! Age of consent is 18, pal. I hadn't seen that video ever until recently. Oh, it's fantastic. It's not fantastic. <laughs> it's it's mortifying. Like the guy goes up into the girl's bedroom and they're like on a magic carpet ride. Yeah. And everything. Like, oh, yeah. My God, it's oh, it's so great. It's so great. It has to be that song. It can't be any other. It has to be that song. Uh, so, yeah, as we said, when you help us build our community, on uh, YouTube and Twitch at the Fan Rochester, when we get to a thousand combined followers and subscribers, Gino and I will give our rendition of <laughs> "Into the Night" by Benny Mardones. Friday football talk live tomorrow at this time. We'll be at Three Heads, and we can't wait. Uh, it, it's become uh, an annual tradition. We love our our Friday live shows from Three Heads. Tomorrow will be no different. We've got uh, some special guests stopping by. Yeah, I, look, I reached out because McQuaid plays tonight. Andre Fontenet, we've never had on the show. No I can, kidding. I consider him a friend. Did the games when Time War Cable used to exist. Uh, we did the games years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, former Syracuse receiver, and he's a big Raiders fan. Too, oh. Which would be kind of interesting. Are we letting Raiders fans infiltrate the sports bar? I would love Raider fan to come out because if there is a displaced fan base, in Rochester, okay, I'd say certainly Steeler fans, you are visible. Doll fans, I know you're out there, okay, and I think you're counterculture, right? You grew up here in the 80s. I'm not going into what dad wants me to. I like Dan Marino. Okay, if you stuck with the team that long, I respect you. you saying that Dolphin fans have daddy issues? Yes. Oh. Yes, if you're a Doll fan, you have daddy issues. Okay. Um, and also, I would say Raider fan. There are Raider bars around town. Robics. Yeah, been there, been there for Raider games. It's wild. They get into it. All right, Raider fan, how you feeling going into Sunday's game? Oh, they'd love to stick it to Bills fan. Yeah, of they course. would love to. How you feeling after after taking care, Mister Unlimited, having the the Broncos Week One, and you move on to the Bills in Buffalo? Love to hear from Raider fan tomorrow or this afternoon. We're available at eight six six four three two six five eight five eight six six. For FAN, if you want to pull up a stool and join us, we'll get to a round of shots here in a little bit. We also have last call coming up before the top of the hour. Ken Dorsey uh, spoke to the media today. Uh, we want to get to that as well because he said some interesting things, things that that kind of leave me puzzled. But we can first talk about some of these news and notes from around the NFL um, a couple of headlines to get with here before we get to tonight's game. Tonight's I don't know game. where you're going, but I'm about ready to preempt it. Oh, you're pre- do we have breaking news? Yeah, I'm just checking. Ow! 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 It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. You and I discussed this morning 
when I came in. Do we want to talk about Maddie Glab and, and the hot mic thing? And we were well, going. To- well, okay, so. If, if you're going to bring it up, you have to give the backstory. Correct. If you don't know what happened yeah. so last night. Basically, and I don't know how the video got out there, but this is common, right? Um, there's a podium, and not every player marches up. You kind of got to wait in between, and it, there's some confusion with the reporters on, on site. Who's coming up next? And you hear the commotion in the background, and then you hear a voice say, why don't we get digs? Hey, you know, and... It's motioning to Matt. Now, Maddie Glab, in case you didn't know, she is actually a team reporter. So she has a little bit of access that others Buffalobills.com. Correct. Mm-hmm. And you, know, you hear her every, and I think she does a fine job. Uh, you hear her every once in a while on One Bills Live. And she says something in a joking way about Stefan Diggs, which I thought was pretty clear. She, right? she basically said, hey, look, there's no controlling Stefan Diggs. He's going to do what he wants to do. He'll look at my face and he'll say, F you. It's how he treats everybody. Yeah, Stefan Diggs is a ball buster. That's what I took away from that. Diggs is responding. Oh, this is Stefan Diggs on X. The audio shared was very hurtful and it was insulting to my character and how I was raised. I've always treat, treated people how I want to be treated. I greet everyone with smiles and respect from the people in our cafe to the people that keep our building in clean and in order. The media or fans may confuse my competitors that they witness on the field as who I am as a person. But off the field, I never treat anyone how she described and have never said anything remotely close to that to her. It's fair. Absolutely. It's absolutely fair. If he's, if he's everything that he said right there. Yeah. Yes, sir. Absolutely right. Look, Maddie was probably in a loose setting, speaking loosely. Like Diggs is going to do what Diggs does. I don't know that she's necessarily wrong in saying that. And I also don't necessarily think she's being disrespectful in saying that. The part that probably makes rubs Diggs the wrong way is the part where she says, he'll look at my face and say, F you. I don't think he would ever do that. No. I think he might bust chops, but I don't think he's going to be disrespectful to a reporter for the team and say, oh, you want me? F you. I ain't talking. That ain't happening. I believe that. And so that's probably the part more than anything that rubs Diggs the wrong way. Hey, listen, you can you could be polarized on Diggs. You could think that Diggs was a distraction at the end of last year, that Diggs was a problem at the end of last year. Everything that, that Diggs has done, all of his antics, all of his actions, all of it. If everybody cared as much as he cared, we wouldn't be talking about an 0-1 team right now. If everybody was as focused on their craft, as committed to their craft as he is, we wouldn't be talking about an 0-1 team today. Diggs is not the problem with the Buffalo Bills. No, people kind of confuse what you saw at the end of the season or whatever it is, or you know, somehow bring Minnesota back into this. Diggs ain't it. The problem I have in this whole story, Danger, who is the hero that uh, put this up? Or, okay, is it one thing that somebody leaked this out there? Or somebody help me out here. Or was it just a, a TV station in Buffalo that didn't cut away and was just so lazy that they're just, okay, we're going to leave this up there. And for people that want to go grab a bite or whatever it is, how did this audio actually get out? And 
I'm consistent in these takes, okay? Go back to a story two years ago, okay? Rachel Nichols lost her job. Private conversation where she's upset that she's losing airtime to Maria Taylor. She's not bashing Maria Taylor, but some hero recording a private conversation leaks that audio, and it leads to Rachel Nichols losing her job. Shame on that person that did that, and shame on whoever put this out there last night. Like, it's so clear that Maddie Gleb is just busting chops. If I say that on the radio, I don't think Diggs is putting anything online, okay? But because of the context, because she's a team employee. That's that. That's why Diggs is upset here in part. Yeah. If, if it's somebody else, if it's Heather Pruzak, if it's if he, in Rochester, if it's Jenna Cottrell, if it's somebody else like that, he, he, I, I don't think he's doing that. It's because it's a team employee. Yeah, and it's, listen, the part where she says he'll look in my face and say, F you, it's how he treats everybody. That's the part that rubs him the wrong way, and it should, because I don't believe that that's the way he treats everybody. He doesn't have an obligation. He doesn't have to speak to the media. He doesn't have to give up his time to give an interview to anybody unless he wants to. So it's not that he's going to treat everybody that way. He's not going to look people in the face and say, F you. That's the part that he probably has the most issue with, but you're right. I mean, she's saying this in loose conversation. The, the person that drives me nuts, and, and when you do what we do, we're, we're the first to recognize, and Gino, fix this stream because it's still on your sports update. Oh, right, we, the, the, the thing that drives us nuts about what we do is, and we recognize it, a lot of times people will listen to a song, to the radio, to a talk show, to a podcast, and you're not actively listening. You're only sort of half listening. So you might hear Gene or I say something that maybe came out of the mouth of somebody else and think that it's our words and not realize because you were half listening that we're actually quoting somebody else, right? Yeah, that's why I happens up. all the time. Yep. Happens all the time. People, do, people get us confused for other shows. Hey, I heard you say this. I'm like, nope, wasn't us. Wasn't our show. You may want to check to see what you're listening to. Maybe you're listening to another podcast. Maybe you're listening to another radio station. The thing that drives me nuts is when somebody half listens to a show and then, hey, the person that drives me nuts is, I just thought you should know person, that person. Hey, did you hear him talking about you? Hey, did you hear Danger and Bataglia talking about so-and-so? I just thought you should know that they said this about you. That person is the worst person. And that's akin to what we, mm -hmm. we have here yeah. from last night. Like, hey, I just thought you should know she said this about a, a coworker. Because that's what Diggs is, a coworker. Yeah. Well, the audio doesn't lie. Normally, no, no. Like, look, if you're, you have to realize she's saying this in jest, but the fu part, I think. Now, the, the problem is danger. It's just putting the bills in the national news cycle. Armando Salguero, who's got a piece up today at Outkick talking about off. This was a really bad week for the Buffalo Bills. Yes, it was. And he just, you know, he's extending it now. It's like, hey, go read my story. Another day, another uncomfortable moment for the Buffalo Bills. Stefan Diggs reacts to a hot mic word from a fellow Bills employee and predictably didn't appreciate them. He shouldn't. Everything he said in that, in that tweet, I don't have a problem with it. 
I'm not, I, you can't defend Maddie. I can say that she did her best to defuse it and she apologized immediately. And I believe her apology. I believe she's contrite when she says what she says. And when you listen to the audio, it's very clear. She's just having a loose conversation. She's just busting chops. But to say that Diggs would look you in the face and say, F you, and that's how he treats everybody. Mm-mm-mm. That's where you cross the line. And clearly he took offense to that. And he should. He should, because she's painting him with a, a a brush he doesn't want to be painted with. I, there's a there's a miscommunication thing happening right now with the Buffalo Bills. This is what I'm worried about, and it's little things like this. This shouldn't be a story, but because it comes on the heels of a terrible Josh Allen performance, everybody's in a cranky mood. Everybody's in a like bad every, yeah. yeah. And 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 today today we get Ken Dorsey at the podium addressing the media, and of course. Ken Dorsey's without blame. And I think Ken Dorsey would be one of the first people to say, yeah, part of this is on me. But when you ask Ken Dorsey, are Josh Allen's mistakes correctable? This is the answer he gave to reporters today. I think uh, when you look at it and the thing we stress and uh, are going to continue to stress is if we go out and play smart, not conservative football, uh, a lot of times those, those things take care of itself. And I think, uh, um, when you go back and look at those things, they're, they're correctable things that we can look at and say, you know, let's, uh, um, let's play smart, not conservative in these situations and, and make sure uh, whether it's no matter what type of game you're in, if it's a, a ball control game, whether it's a, hey, a shootout type game or a, um, you know, whatever that style is. Uh, um, that can that can help you adjust your your thinking as you go, uh, whether or not you need more more aggressive or less aggressive. So, um, I think if we live in that world of playing smart, not conservative, then I think those those things take care of themselves. He said smart, not conservative, like a half dozen times in that fifty second clip, and I don't know what it means. And he says that this is what we're stressing. We're stressing this to our guys that, that regardless of, of the style of game that we're in, if it's a shootout or if we're, we're trying to run clock, we're going to play smart, not conservative football. The closest thing I can come to this that I've heard out of the bills was, you know, we want to win now and win in the future. Like, okay, th- but I can make sense of that. I, I, I'm trying to make sense. And let me, let me try to, this is my best theory on what he's saying. Okay. And, and he's shortening up what he wants to say. Okay, he is saying, I believe we want to play smart, not necessarily conservative football, which I think those are two different things. But when you kind of smush it all together, Ken Dorsey, I'm going to make a crystal clear suggestion to you. You may be great at X's and O's. You may be great at talking to people. You are not a good communicator. Somebody needs to work with you. We identified this in a joking way from the get-go. First introduction, you know, you know, circle, you know, you know, you know. Okay, we can joke about that, but if you are not being clear with the media, and we don't get it, are, are you being clear with your own players? You need a PR expert. You need to go hire somebody to help you speak better and communicate better because what I just heard there in that 50-second soundbite was garbage. What are you saying? Smart, not conservative? I don't even know what it means. If you're, what you're saying is he meant to say smart, not necessarily conservative. I think that's if that's, what, if that's what he's trying to say, then I get it. But that's not what he said. No, somebody needs to get sit, sit so, down with him. What are your talking points? Because so you're off the rails. There, we dude. know that, that our quarterback 
played like a dummy on Monday night. We've always kind of comped him to a golden retriever. We love him. All the talent in the world. Capital D, dumb. How is that message getting through to him or to his teammates on the offensive side of the ball? Hey, guys, uh, big game coming up on Sunday. Let's just remember we're going to play smart, not conservative football. Smart, not conservative football. Who's with me? Okay, well, that's. would you agree when Aaron Rodgers gets hurt if the Bills just went – Finger quotes here. Conservative. Who cares? You won 13-10. Does not even matter. Does smart football mean, all right, if there's a play downfield, take it. But there wasn't a play downfield. So smart to me means conservative, meaning you're taking what the defense is giving you. That feels like smart. Smart feels like a synonym for giving, you know, taking what the defense is giving you. That would be smart, which would also be, I think a lot of people would say is, oh, it's conservative. He's not really going downfield. He's throwing things underneath. He's throwing to the open receiver in the flat, whatever it is. It's more of a conservative game plan, but it's also a smart game plan because you're doing what you're supposed to do. You're making the right decision every play instead of chucking it 70 yards downfield when you could run for a first down. That's not playing smart. Yeah, smart, not conservative is a problem. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't know if he's, if that's the message he's selling. And he says, this is what we're stressing. So if you're stressing that to your offense, I wouldn't be surprised if the offense is like, well, we don't know what the hell's going on. I'm confused by it. We're semi-educated adults. We should be able to understand what that means. Now, if it, you're right, you know, if it was smart and would you say smart, not necessarily conservative. Right. If it's smart, not necessarily conservative, then, then I would get it because then you could say, yeah, we're going to take our shots when they're there. The, the, the funny thing is like, that's how the game started out. It was very clear. The jets were playing two high safeties and Josh Allen's throwing underneath and okay, you're kicking a field goal, but in this game that might work. And then the one touchdown drive, Hey, they, you you took what they, they gave you. I thought you were over the line of scrimmage. They didn't call it. Great. Touchdown, Buffalo. As the game went on, you got dumber. How does that work? Usually you kind of figure it out. It wasn't like the Jets were doing anything different. Uh, we we have more breaking news. Danny. More breaking news? Twice? Ow! 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 It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. Rarely in happy hour, we've had uh, Stefan Diggs pick up the phone and put out multiple tweets. Here's the latest from Diggs. And again, if you're just getting in your car, this is the whole Matty Glab flap and Diggs taking exception to it, which, yeah, I don't, somebody like said that. I think I would be upset, too. So we're, we're on the side of Diggs here. Diggs, the, the latest one here, Danger. We get you all have a job. I think he's talking to the media here. Hmm. And I respect it. But please remember, I'm a human just like you. That's right. And if I ever made you or anyone else feel like you can't approach me, I apologize. Heart emoji. That's f- totally fair. And by the way, his press conference at training camp, he was there afterwards chatting up the reporters and talking to people. And he's not, it's not that he's not approachable. Does he, does he do things his own way? Yeah. He's human. He's going to, everybody's unique. Everybody's going to do things their own way. Another tweet from Diggs. I don't know why it was said, but this is an example why people don't want to deal with the media. It's hard to fight the preconceived notions people have about you, Mm -hmm. regardless of ever having a personal experience with them. Time to lock in forward-focused. Very good. 
Thank you. Very good. It's like he put an end to this. Yes. Very good. All of it. Those three, that series of tweets by Diggs said everything. That's all I needed to hear from Diggs. I love the guy. Best player on the team. Favorite player on the team. Best player on the team. Guy you don't have to worry about. 14. Do not have to worry about him at all. Ever. In the way he carries himself off the field. When has he ever been in the headlines for anything? Negative. Other than mm-hmm. what getting his car stuck in a snowstorm. <laughs> he learned the hard way. <laughs> he learned from his mistakes. We're saying, we're saying to his coach, um, do you want to throw the ball here? This is back to Minnesota. Yeah, oh, right. Like, yeah. Love it. And and I feel bad for Maddie Glad that she's kind of caught in this storm. That's the other part, too. Like the, the person is the hero that actually put this out there on social media or if this was on live TV, I'd ask their control room. Really? Yeah. Would you go out and grab a sandwich? Like, why is that on television if that that's where this came from? Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. I don't there hasn't been any sort of fallout for Maddie. She put out the apology. She got in front of it last night uh, right away. I don't know. I don't know if there's, you know, we won't know. I mean, well, like we it, will know because she'll be, you know, she won't be doing anything on the website and she won't be on she, One Bills Live. Yeah, normally she hosts the post game. Mm-hmm. So, like, as soon as the Bills, she'd be like, okay, we're going to go down to the post game, the other thing online. So, sure. If she's not there, I'm like, oh, okay. Um, there, but there was, by the way, another um, allegation from the, the Trotter lawsuit. And we just got a couple of headlines here from the NFL that we didn't t- touch on yet. I don't know if you saw this, the Jim Trotter lawsuit yeah. against the NFL. The, the part of the lawsuit also alleges that Trotter was told not to report that the NFL wanted January's Bills Bengals game to resume after DeMar Hamlin had his cardiac event on the field. So you remember how this all went down. I, I, like yesterday, unfortunately. Right. And it, it, we were like, when they started to warm up, you're like, are you kidding? And it behind the scenes, it took like an hour back and forth. What right. do we do here? So Trotter as an employee of the NFL and as a journalist was trying to get to the bottom of this, was trying to investigate and find out who knew what and who was directing what. And if it was true that the NFL actually was pressuring these teams to get back on the field and finish this game and was told basically, yeah, drop it, Trotter, (laughs) drop it. This isn't a story. Don't report on it and, and drop it. See, now this is a problem where I get with Trotter. This is nothing more than you're throwing this in there to get us to talk about the other things that are important. Do not pretend you're a journalist if you work for the NFL. Well, you work for the NFL. That's right. That's right. And and so if anything that that, you know, this claim from his lawsuit, if anything, it's just it confirms what we all kind of know that there's a gigantic conflict of interest when a league, a professional sports league, hires its own reporters to cover the league. It's a giant conflict of interest. He wants to be a journalist, and the league doesn't want a journalist. No. They, they want a parent. Want, yeah, they, they want you to report, and we're not going to be talking about yep. the bad stuff. Yep. yep. You can, can you imagine, like, you really think, like, I would think that Chris Brown and Matty Glab would know things that we don't know, and psh, they're not... You're not allowed to do that. Correct. It works for the Bills. Correct. Right. There's a giant conflict of interest in hiring a guy. If, if Chris Brown wanted to be a hardcore journalist, I'm sure he'd be publishing pieces that would make our, you know, our eyes pop out of our head. It's not happening. 
because the Buffalo Bills employ Chris Brown and Matty Glapp and the NFL at the time employed Jim Trotter and told them, told him, hey, no, drop it, knock it off. This is where it ends. Mm -hmm. You're not going to continue this this path of questioning, and you're not going to continue with this story that somebody in the NFL wanted that game to continue to paint a, a negative light on us. You know, the Steelers, uh, not only did they lose, they got beat up in that game. They did. Bad. Um, we now have an idea of the Cam Hayward timeline, the groin injury. Eight weeks to recover? Oh, my gosh. The best case scenario, Hayward back on the field for the second half of the season. What about uh, Deontay Johnson, wide receiver? He's battling a hamstring injury. That's going to keep him out of the Steelers lineup here for a few weeks. And uh, the NFL today uh, announcing a new pact with London's Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. They will now be the official home of the NFL in the UK. Is this the one that's owned by? No. No. Wembley is owned by Shad Khan. So now uh, this is a commitment to stage at least two regular season games every season through the year 2029. And it's Tottenham Hotspur. It's a new stadium, newer stadium than, than Wembley. But they're the ones with the, the dual surfaces, right? They have the NFL surface and they have the soccer surface. And again, yeah. the NFL surface, even in England, looks good on TV, but players have complained that there are seams and it's not really well constructed and it's not a great playing surface at uh, Tottenham Hotspur. It's almost like the NFL is doubling down and saying, oh, you want us to go all grass? Here, we're going to play in London on a surface that we all know you hate twice a year through 2029. What do you think of that, Players well, Union? It's funny. Like, So Roger Goodell is due to go on Sister Station WIP in Philadelphia, and I saw like everybody kind of saying, all right, w- w- are you going to ask him about this topic, grass versus turf? Yeah. And, like, how does Goodell kind of worm his way out of that? The correct answer is, yeah, we'd like to see all of our stadiums. We're going to work toward that. But he can't, he's going to say. what he's going to say. He's protecting He's going to talk in circles. Well, we'll look at each situation individually. Uh, as you notice, some stadiums we've, uh, you know, gone over to grass. And My hope would be yeah. that when he, when he gives you that word salad or says what he said earlier, um, which is, we actually know that there are players that prefer playing on turf than grass. <laughs> who? Ding, 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 that would be ding, the question. <laughs> like, if the follow-up, who? Name one. Name one player that you've talked to that prefers playing on turf over grass. It can't be a place kicker, by the way. Yeah, name one. Just one. You can't. Because he's lying. We were joined by Mike Singletary. Asked him that question. He agreed. He didn't say he was playing like concrete metal yeah he said it was like playing on metal (laughs) yeah it's terrible it's a terrible surface mike singletary was fantastic man you you leave inspired you you leave with a little bit of a renewed faith after hearing him talk um a guy who his purpose all along was bigger than football and and is coming to town in two weeks um to speak on that topic to speak on his faith to speak on you know his work that he's given to to underprivileged and and those that are are struggling to find their way. It was just a a great conversation. We also got the peek behind the curtain a little bit, and you know we could share a couple of stories that we we've heard through the years about what what the locker room was like after winning Super Bowl twenty with Walter Payton inconsolable and how the game has changed from when he was a player to where it is now. Learned a little bit more about his upbringing and, and how he became the Hall of Famer that he was. If you missed Mike Singletary, if you missed Andy Barron's from Yahoo Fantasy Sports, wherever you get your shows, you can find the Sports Bar. Just search out the Sports Bar in the Odyssey app 
Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of your favorite platforms. We are there for you. Our buddy Tim in San Diego writing, and being a Bills fan is agonizing. First game of the season, the sky is falling. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, and we'd be hypocrites if we didn't say, we've been saying it all along. Like The Giants aren't as bad as they looked on Sunday night, and the Cowboys aren't as good as they looked on Sunday night. But I will say this. I don't think there's any outcome on Sunday that's going to make you feel, all right, we are all set. Blow it's up. A blowout would. I don't even think that. It's the Raiders. That's what you're supposed to do. They're the crummy Raiders. When they go up against a good defense again, whether it's the Jets round two, you've got Dallas, you've got Philadelphia, you're going to have Chris Jones fully ready to go by. There's going to be other challenges. So, again, until you beat one of those quality defenses, maybe it's Miami, which they have a sound defense and they have Tua. Maybe you get to the end of the, end of the first quarter and you're 3-1. and one. Bills fans will be like, okay, we're back. Yeah. Um, well, I feel better, uh, good enough late last night that I could lock in my survivor pick for week two. See, because you listen to me. Buffalo you take Bills. My we Buffalo got Bills. tickets here, buddy. Yeah, let's do this. Uh, we're going to get to a round of shots next in the sports bar. Before we get to shots, let's give away free tickets to see Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler is coming to Rochester, Blue Cross Arena, Wednesday, November 8th. Your tickets for that go on sale tomorrow afternoon, right at noon. Uh, you can get them at Ticketmaster.com or you can win them now if you call her 5, 585-866-4FAN, 866-4326 for free tickets to see Adam Sandler at Blue Cross Arena. Good luck. Stand by for a round of shots next in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia on the Fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The Fan Rochester Sports Update. Buffalo Bills back at work getting ready for the game against the Raiders on Sunday as Buffalo an eight and a half point favorite. Ken Dorsey says he still believes in Josh Allen. At the end of the day, guys, I got a ton of trust in Josh Allen, a ton of trust in him and who he is and what he's about and the type of player he is. And, um, you know, we'll continue as a coaching staff just to, you know, coach every single player on our team, whether it's Josh, Steph, Ryan, you know, uh, uh, Mitch Morris, like all these guys, they want to be coached and they want to learn. Pre-game coverage Sunday begins at 9 a.m. here on The Fan Rochester. Tonight, it's week two of the NFL season beginning. The Eagles and Vikings from Philadelphia. Rochester Red Wings' final homestand of the season continuing tonight. Lehigh Valley, the opponent. Boston fired their GM, Hein Bloom, today. The Red Sox did beat the Yankees game one, 5-0. Gene Bataglin, the sports leader. The Fan Rochester. Meet 
or on the rocks. It's the Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. We'll try and create some of those, that situation in practice like we always do. Fortunately, you know, we have that noise and we try and challenge everybody from the beginning. There's noise and music and all, and all types of things out there from the very first time we go outside so that we are used to it and we're accustomed to it. Bill's defensive line coach, assistant head coach, Eric Washington, speaking to the media earlier today. It's going to be uh, a, a raucous atmosphere for the home opener on Sunday. Yeah, my gosh. Anybody that's going, enjoy. I, I would say this, too. I think this is a fan base that's going to turn on Josh Allen quickly if there's a mistake early. You throw an ugly pick or you're careless with the football early in that game, there are going to be some boos. There are going to be some grumblings. We The, the honeymoon is over. The honeymoon is over. For Josh Allen with with Bills. I mean, we all love him. Like he's a franchise quarterback and we know how bad it can be. So we all love him. And we're all disappointed. We're just disappointed. Yeah. And when you have a few in you and you're gonna be there, this is most fan bases would do that, Danger. Yeah. Come on. Uh considering what was on the Red Sox roster, I mean, this hasn't been the worst year for the Boston Red Sox. They're right now two games above five hundred with a win today. But the roster, that was a problem. Okay, today that cost GM Heinblum his job. Um the president it looks bad. If the Red Sox finish last, which I'm not sure they will, well, that would be three last place finishes in four years. Not acceptable, but farm system looking really nice here, and the Red Sox do have a lot of cap room this offseason, but that doesn't get you another year if you're the GM. Yeah, it's funny. Um, Baltimore is just breaking the AL East. It was just last year. Wasn't it last year that the preseason prediction came out? Two years ago. Two years ago? Zero. Zero percent chance of making the postseason. Like, we're not selling any hope at all that this is going to be a good team. But they've uh, got some some young, exciting talent, and uh, they're making the rest of the division look really poor. Meanwhile, for the Yankees, they have some news. Top prospect Jason Dominguez is going to have Tommy John next Wednesday. Manager Aaron Boone says uh, the timeline for recovery here for a position player with that nine to ten months. Mm. Not good, Uh, which would put him on the ball field maybe around the All-Star break next year. Uh, Dominguez was in Rochester the time he learned uh, of his call-up to the big leagues, and then he had four home runs in his first eight games before that elbow injury. Tough. I'm going to give you these stat danger, these stats, everyone. Okay. And then you try to guess the player here. I'm going to tell you, you're going to guess wrong. If you guess right, you really know your baseball. Since the All Star break, this player has seven home runs, 20 RBI, a 181 batting average, and a 261 on base percentage. That's horrible. Mm. In September alone, he's batting 167. Mm. These are the stats of Reds rookie shortstop L.A. De La Cruz. Perhaps a little more seasoning is needed here. Uh, Cruz's implosion, a big reason why the Reds have uh, drifted out of a playoff spot. I just think it's probably like any other sport, right? Like they figure out your tendencies. They look at the numbers. They watch the film and they get to you. You can't, you have to constantly evolve. You have to constantly change. You got to keep everybody on their heels. And if there are tendencies with this player or any player, they'll be exploited. How do you respond? How does he respond? Does he come back next season a different player? Does he mm. does he, you know, round out those weaknesses that he's being exposed for? Those are not sexy numbers. The PGA America loves the fact they've got a Netflix series full swing. It's on my list, Danger. I haven't seen it. People tell me it's good. Uh, the PJ happily trots out. The research research shows that people 
that watch the series have watched, on average, 42% more golf this season. Fans of the series are going to be disappointed to hear this. Uh, you're going to get a watered-down episode when it comes to the Ryder Cup. PJ of America is going to limit the show's access. All 12 players agreeing they don't want any distractions. Uh, the Ryder Cup starting uh, less than two weeks here, just wow. outside of Rome. Okay. Finally, who would have guessed, say, a year ago, the game we'd all be excited about for week three? would actually be Colorado, Colorado State. Mm. Now, the point spread for this, 23 and a half uh, in, in favor of Coach Prime's team. We should check that, though, based on what you're about to tell us. Right. This might be an instance where the line's moving in one direction. Why is that? Well, on his own coach's show in Colorado State, their head coach, Jay Norville, how about this quote? When I talk to grown-ups, I take my hat and my glasses off. That's what my mother taught me. Oh, boy. Um, Coach Prime has since responded, and we're not going to play the audio. Uh, for you, wait, you don't want me to hit the dump button for a second time? Yeah, Dion, this is great. He didn't do this in a press conference setting. He's got a camera on him telling his players post practice. What I love about the Dion thing is that he is everything is documented. He can't hide. You know, the camera's always on. And he's always on a stage. He's always performing. He's always saying the right thing. And man, he gets into it with his players about what this quote from the Colorado State Egg from, from Norville. Yeah. It, it, I, and this is Dion. I'm minding my own business, watching some film, trying to get ready, trying to get out here and be the best coach I can be. And I look up and I read some bull junk that they done say about us. Once again, why would you want to talk about, you know, when we don't talk about nobody? All we do is go out here, we work our butts off, and we do our jobs on Saturday. But when they give us ammunition, they done messed around and made it what? And the players say personal. personal. They all know. Yeah, they just made it personal. They just made it. And you could, you know, hear everybody get riled up. Not only is Colorado going to win this game, he's not calling the dogs off. They're going to embarrass them. They're going to embarrass him. That's why I said, look at that spread and see if it's moved at all since this afternoon, since you've got this kind of war of words between these two coaches. And look, if you're Norville, you, you got to go in there with a little bit of bravado. It's a, it's a rivalry in the state of Colorado that everybody looks forward to each and every year. What do they call it? The Rocky Mountain Showdown, whatever they, mm. their nickname is for the, for the matchup. But <laughs> going after Coach Prime when... Pretty much the entire sports world is behind Coach Prime right now. Maybe not the thing to do. Maybe go in with a little humility. Maybe go in with a little respect. I would think that uh, Deion Sanders should, and, and FanDuel still has a 23 and a half. Okay. All right, let's jump on that, Andrew. Yeah. Because I would think Deion Sanders should write, actually, the head coach of Colorado State a thank you note because, well, this is the definition of a trap game, or at least it was. You have Oregon next week, and that's going to be, you know, are, are we for real in this conference? Oh, you get by Oregon, you get USC. Yep. At the end of September, can you imagine if Colorado is 5-0? and oh? We're not talking about them being Pac-12 champions. We're talking about them playing for the national championship. It'd be great. It would be fantastic. I think it already is the biggest story in sports. And if they win those games against those teams, then that's really it's going to over it's going to overpower anything that the NFL tries. It'll be the biggest story in sports through the month of December. The Colorado Buffaloes, a one-win team, transformed 
due to Coach Prime. I think it's fantastic. And I love the access. I love that we're we're hearing and we're seeing everything as it happens, that he's always got a camera on him, that he's always got, that he's always performing, that it's always on. It's always on. It's the best. All right, last call is coming up next. We have time for your calls at 866-4326. If you want to pull up a stool, 585-866-4FAN to join us in the sports bar. The NFL season is here. Now is the time to get incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. It's Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 95.7 The Fan. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Mike. That's M-I-K-E. FanDuel.com slash Mike and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is not withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. NFL Sunday ticket offer ends 9-18-23. No refunds. Terms and embargoes apply. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket, not YouTube TV. YouTube TV base plan required to watch YouTube TV. Redemption requires a Google account and current form of payment. Commercial use excluded. Subscription renews. Cancel anytime. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Pull up a stool and join us. 585-866-4-F-A-N. 866-4326. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia on the Sports Leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester. Last call. It's the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. Appreciate you joining us every afternoon. 3 to 6, 95.7 FM, AM 950. We sound our best in the free-to-download Odyssey app with Rewind. You can go back and listen to any part of the show that you may have missed. And on demand, wherever you get your podcast, you can catch our conversation with Andy Behrens from Yahoo Fantasy in Last Hour or Mike Singletary, Hall of Fame middle linebacker who joined us in the 3 o'clock hour. Just search out the Sports Bar wherever you get your shows. Also appreciate you checking out the stream at the Fan Rochester. We're on YouTube. We're on Twitch. And when we get to a 1,000 followers and subscribers, Gino and I will sing our rendition of Into the Night by Benny Mardonez live on stage at an upcoming Friday football talk live from Three Heads, which is where we'll be tomorrow. I'm excited about the last part. I'm not excited about singing. John is coming uh, tomorrow. Hey, That's John. our guy. Yeah. What's going on, you Spartan? Hey, guys. Yeah, I like Benny Margolis. But listen, or Margolis, I should say, or Horvath, Horvath and whatever. But listen, that game on uh, Monday night, I got to tell you, the Jets' defense is the best defense that I've ever seen since uh, the Ravens won with Ray Lewis. Mm. What, about 18 years ago? That defense was unbelievably good. Now, I'm going to stand up for Josh Allen. I'll tell you. A lesser quarterback would have had six interceptions and ten fumbles. But but uh, I got to tell you, the worst part of uh, Josh's performance was the fumble. The three interceptions, he had to do it all himself. 
Otherwise, we were lost oh. by uh, 20. John. I'm telling you. John. 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 You, you can't I, I, unsee I, what we saw. Yeah. You cannot. You can't look back and be like, I didn't see that. I didn't see him throw into triple coverage. That what? didn't happen. When he, had, he didn't have 10 yards of open field in front of him when he decided to throw that first interception. It was an arm punt. John, come on. Look, we, we let you on our show. We give up our time to let you talk about your favorite team. Don't insult our intelligence. Come on, John. Come out tomorrow. I'll buy you a beer. Don't do that again. We, we know that you, you've got a reputation. It, it precedes you. You're on warning. You're on notice, pal. Don't do that. Three heads tomorrow. Join right. us, please. That's absolutely right. Three heads tomorrow. Friday football talk live. We'll be on starting at three. We invite you to come out. We'll get your sports weekend started. We'll get you ready for Bills Raiders. We can share a cold one and maybe a win or two. We have a special guest joining us on set tomorrow. Former Syracuse wide receiver and current McQuaid assistant, Andre Fontenet. Oh, McQuaid playing tonight, too. Yeah. And we've got uh, ooh, a nice rivalry between Batavia and HFL. HFL. And Honeyway Falls yeah. tomorrow night. That's going to be a good time as well. Uh, so, yeah. And uh, Andre Fontenet joining us on set tomorrow afternoon from Three Heads. And I feel like he's a Raiders guy. I know, Jeff at three I know heads Jeff is a Raider. at three heads is a it's Raiders have guy. A Ra- look, look, if you're a Raider fan, you're welcome. I think Raider fans get a bad rap. Like, oh, they're they're this, they're that. No, I find them to be intelligent. They're fascinating. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're, they're, I love them. They are, they're passionate about their team. Hung out with Raider fans for, for their games before, and they're a lot of fun. So, yeah, come on out. Three heads tomorrow, starting at 3 o'clock for Friday Football Talk Live. We look forward to seeing you then. Zach Gelb next on The Fan Rochester. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 